0: Jillian Pensavale. <sighs> Patrick Hines. Wait, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've just been traumatized <laughs> and I took like four showers today. All right, <laughs> uh, you guys, before we get to the 700 trigger warnings. <gasps> oh, my God. Which we're getting to. So now you're anger screeching. <laughs>
1: Somebody, we got like three messages in the group that people are like, your vocal cords cannot handle this. Guys, welcome to, I've been saying this from, since your last apartment, I'm like, girl. You guys, lots of news. Our tickets went on sale last week for the New Orleans and Chicago shows. New yep. Orleans sold out in less than a day. You guys. I know. Chicago is basically almost sold out. Yeah. Uh, we love you. We want you to come and see us. There's still some tickets left for the New York shows in February. Right. You guys, at all of these shows, we're doing meetups and hangouts. Where it's not just come and see us and go home. I'm hosting meetups. I want to meet you guys. We're going to get drunk with you after the shows. Yeah.
0: So I'm I I'm mean, either vodka soda or pinot Grigio. and yeah, you just are like Chardon- or whiskey or, or, or things.
1: Like, yeah, I basically will drink Anything? Is sure. there bleach back there? <laughs> Throw it on the rocks. But if I was like, here it is, fresh bleach. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, you guys, just a heads up about the Patreon. If you're looking to binge a ton of TCO. Now's the time.
0: Yeah, I love the Facebook messages who are just like, I finally got on the Patreon, and they're like, how the hell am I going to catch up with it? <laughs> That's now the
1: problem. That there's yeah.
0: almost It's almost overwhelming. It's is How much content
1: we've given you guys. You guys, episode-by-episode episode coverage of the Serial, The Staircase, The Jinx, we're now at episode two of Making a Murderer. Like- and we still have 11,000 episodes of Making a Murderer <laughs> to go, so good time to support us. Come hang out. Join the Patreon fam. You guys, you have exclusive access in the Patreon fam to uh, like a one or two day presale when tickets go on sale for the live shows. Yeah, which New apparently
0: Orleans- is pretty uh, yeah. needed,
1: I think. New Orleans sold out in the pre-sale. I know. It's just amazing. We love you guys. You guys,
0: I've never been to New Orleans, so um, fam in the Facebook group, tell me where to go to all that like all the cool spooky voodoo locations. <laughs> That's what I want. santeria so Mike is like, no, keep her away from one of the wild animals and the spooky Santeria voodoo. No, you guys, leave me to it. I just I'll be fine.
1: I'll yeah, be fine. we'll be together. You guys, today we're talking about Abducted in Plain Sight. The movie's really good. Right. The subject matter is awful.
0: Yeah, lots of trigger warnings yeah. here. This we had a phone call in the middle of the day about this for real. This was yeah. not. Um, beep 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 uh, beep. Yeah, you guys, special
1: news alert. Breaking
0: news. This is absolutely <laughs> horrifying. I don't know why everyone in the group has suggested it seven thousand times, but we did it for you.
1: You guys, no joke. I called Jillian and I was like, "We need to. We need to talk about if we're actually going to do this movie."
0: Yeah, uh, and you guys requested it, so you know what it's yeah. about. But if you haven't, heads up, it's uh, super trigger warning for any kind of abuse, anything with kids. You
1: guys, I want to be super clear. I've got a four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My rage level is Jillian-level rage level there are things in this movie that are bonkers, ridiculous, hilarious. It's hands down one of the most
0: insane stories I've ever heard in my life. Yes,
1: and I want you to know that we are gonna be Jillian and me. We're gonna be laughing. Yeah. My rage level, even if I'm not raging at the moment, is at a hundred with this movie.
0: Yeah, that's how I am, just always with all this shit that we have to deal with and talk about. But yeah, it's just it's crazy and horrible. And yeah. we're we're uh we're just gonna get through it together, you guys. This is what we do here. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. We love you.
2: Mr. Birchtold had such an effervescent, wonderful personality. We became very good friends.
0: He was so engaged with the kids,
3: too. I mean, he really was fun. and He could give me a great feeling about myself. I was attracted to him.
4: Jan Broberg and Robert Birchtold had an unnatural relationship.
5: I loved him as deeply as i've ever loved anyone
6: my brother was always a sexual pervert he always did like his little girls
3: birch told said i want to take jan out horseback riding when she didn't come home i was a little nervous
4: it was a nationwide search
6: jan went with me voluntarily they bring in aliens and mindwashing.
5: The mission was that I was to have a child that would save the alien planet by the time I turned 16. The Brobergs say the attacks still continue. If you're laid
4: a trap for me, I'll kill you. His number one goal was to seduce Jan Broberg. And if he had to destroy the family, he would do it. There will never be anybody for me but Jan. Never.
1: All right, girl. Look, there's no getting I mean, around it. We just got to start. It's yeah. like a
0: band-aid. It's going to be yeah. the longest band-aid.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it for hurts. For 8 hours. Look, it it opens with like the creepiest voiceover ever. It's like this creepy, creepy guy saying all this creepy shit about a little girl mm-hmm. while there's images of this little girl like flashing on the screen. There's like it's disgusting.
0: Yeah, she's 9 in these videos and pictures.
3: She was a beautiful little girl. Very bright and very lively. She smiled brightly at me. And as she smiled, there were definite dimples in both cheeks. She looked up at me, her eyes beaming, and I knew that I had found the little girl that I was searching for.
0: God damn it, this is real. (laughs) Damn it. Wait, you missed the bell. bell. Um, I, I was I was hoping that it was like here's a reenactment there's no way some creep would record his voice saying I this I don't know what voice I'm doing <laughs> um, that's another defense mechanism I have another wall I put up when I'm really uncomfortable and oh, I hate
1: everything they get used to that voice you guys because this is <laughs> I'm just going to be talking like this the whole time <laughs> who is that maybe I'll join you you guys and then I was... girl We gotta stay on task. We gotta do this. Oh, right. Sorry. We're just gonna try to get off task all the time. I know we are.
0: Okay. So the story is about this girl. Now she's a woman, but it started when she was nine. Her name is Jan Broberg.
1: We learned real fast that Jan is alive and well. And honest to God, I needed that reassurance.
0: I. I know. My shoulders were in my ears the whole time, of course. I was like, oh, Mike came out of our bedroom and saw my hands on my face, and he was like, this sounds horrible. I was like, it's horrible. Go save yourself.
5: My earliest childhood memories would be with my two sisters, Karen and Susan. They're younger than I am by two years each. Karen's the middle child. Susan's the baby. I was completely loved. I was completely secure. I mean, we were listened to. And I think that was crucial for all of us surviving
0: what we did. I just needed to know she was okay Yeah, and well-adjusted, looking like a million smackers.
1: You guys, musical theater queens out there, she looks like a cross between Alice Ripley Ooh. and modern-day Andrea McCardle.
0: Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it took she us was, how long
1: to make a musical theater reference? I know. So we're meeting her family members. They're all like, she was really fun but really bossy. Yeah,
0: she was a lot. So her dad's name is Bob Broberg. Right. The creeper is Bob Birchtold. <laughs> which I know can't be controlled, but I was like, Ugh. It can be controlled by us. By us. Okay, so it's going to be like Bob the dad, Bob the father. Yeah. Bob is Bob When we say Bob, that's the dad. Yep. They called the other, the creep, they called him B. So we're going to call him B, but instead of it being for Bob, it's going to be for this bitch. (laughs) And the bell. (laughs) Bell deserving bitch B. (laughs) This is really gonna hurt me. I should have some padding on my hand or something. You guys, we need a we need a bell glove. I, can you imagine? Now I have to wear a glove. Like we have to bring the bell to the live shows. I'm not wearing a glove during the live shows, you guys. I love you, but so sorry. I have to draw a line. <laughs> and to quote myself in the keepers you thought we weren't gonna have fun today <laughs> so here's the thing you guys this is when I'm like oh god th- this is never good everyone was like we have this really like normal easy green childhood and I'm yeah. like red alert number one <laughs> can't be good then Ann is the mother Yes, Ann's like you know we lived in Idaho we never locked our doors and I'm like another bad sign <laughs> This cannot end well. It just just can't. Let's cut to June 1972. We're We're two minutes into the movie. (laughs) It feels like an eternity. I wonder why. June 1972, Jan and her family meet this bitch (laughs) and his family at church.
2: They have five children, and some of them were the age of our daughters. And she was telling me all about them and how affable and friendly he was. He had such an effervescent, wonderful personality. We became very good friends. But we
0: hear like it was so great like we just clicked and everyone had a best friend like the mom <sighs> like, the, like the mom like the kids had best friends they all matched up it was like heaven on earth
5: pretty much every day he would come by at night and talk to my parents and he was so engaged with the kids too I mean he really was fun and he wanted to swing us around and put a puzzle together and you know, I mean, he was the fun dad.
0: And the weird thing was, which I didn't really understand why, but then I did later, where I'm like, oh, this guy's just a master manipulator and just a horrible person. They were like impressed by him, they really wanted him to like them. Yeah, he sent them a fruit basket. Ooh, no, 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 nope, no. Nope.
2: We came home from church, and there was this beautiful fruit basket, and there was a little card on it.
0: The card said, oh. <laughs> We sure enjoy your family, the Birch told. <gasps> it might have been, sure glad we moved in and we're friends and our families are getting along. Maybe. Yeah. What yeah. I heard, <laughs> you guys at TCO, we cover what is said in the documentary. What is said in the documentary was, we sure enjoy your family. Ooh. Oh. And shower number eight. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's Who so- says that?
2: I was personally thrilled at that. My word This is a pretty sharp guy.
0: So this is, we learn right away. They start calling him B. There's a lot of affection there, but his attentions were definitely on Jan.
1: Let us not forget at any point that this B, this bitch has his own children. Yeah. All he wants to do is spend time with Jan. She's nine. You guys, first red flag
3: for this mom. Mm. She's like... He did give special attention to Jan that annoyed both Bob and I. His fascination with Jan was a little disturbing. Didn't do anything
1: about it. Yeah, We thought it was weird and creepy and gross. Let him do it. It's fine. Let him do
3: it.
0: Jan's like, he had a bunch of nicknames for me, but the one that really stuck out was Dolly.
3: I looked at my Dolly. Her face was in glow. She reached out and took my hand and said, I love you. I returned. I love you too, beautiful. I turned to her, put my arms around her, and pulled her close to me and said, Dolly, you brought a special light into my life.
0: And that's going to be in my nightmares forever. And now it's in yours too. You guys were doing this together. I'm not doing this by myself. If I'm having these nightmares, you're having them with me. We're family. It's what we do. Um, She's
7: nine. She's nine.
1: All right, let's just get to the day. It's October 17th, 1974. (sighs) This bitch shows up at their... Got his own kids, his own family, but he shows up to Jan's house and is like, hey, I want to take Jan horseback riding.
0: Not the other kids, not all
1: the kids together. Not his own children. Just Jan. Just Jan. And the mom, again, is like, eh, I didn't really want her to go. She had homework and piano. And he's like, I'll just pick her up from piano. Mom's like, okay, great, do it. Yeah, and this is four seconds after she's like, he really focused on Jan
0: a lot. Yeah, Pick her up. Just to make sure she's home for dinner.
1: B
5: picked me up for my piano lesson and said I brought your allergy pills. You know, you should take one of those before we go to the horses. Downed that and off we went.
1: You guys, basically out comes the chloroform.
0: Out comes the chloroform and then it's cut to Jan. And she's like, I don't remember anything. And I'm like, this bitch fucking roofied her. Roofied a nine-year-old
3: girl. Yeah. When she didn't come home, I was a little nervous, anxious. Maybe they, they broke down.
1: This is where, it, it if it wasn't crazy enough, you guys, I know. just wait.
0: We just got started. I know. <laughs> We're going to say that 600 <laughs> times. You guys drink whatever we say. We couldn't believe it. Couldn't get any worse. But here we are. At 9 o'clock, still no sign of them, right? So this bitch's wife comes over, Gail. Yep. Garbage Gail
3: comes over. And I said, maybe I should call the state police. Oh, don't do anything. I'm sure he'll be coming any minute, any minute. And so We waited.
0: So Marianne's like, okay, this all seems (laughs) super normal. You guys, suddenly it's like days are going by. Marianne isn't doing anything because she, quote, doesn't want to upset
1: Gail. (laughs) Garbage Gail. The only person who can say that with credibility is Oprah. Yes. You guys were just, we're getting through it the best we
0: can.
2: And this went on for about two days. And I said, Marianne, we better get the law involved. So we, we need some help to find them.
1: My thought is, like, they could have both been murdered. Exactly. It, it doesn't have to even be nefarious on his end. Exactly. They could both be dead somewhere. Mm-hmm. So she calls the local FBI office on Saturday.
3: They said the office is closed for the weekend. If you have an emergency, call this office in Butte, Montana. I didn't follow through because I thought, I don't want to get all these people all worked up over nothing. So she's going to wait out the weekend. Can you... I
0: cannot not? What are they doing, imagine. playing Yahtzee for three days, just, like, hoping everything right. turns out okay? I can't imagine it. Drinking their, like, caffeine-free whatever? <laughs> October 22nd, 1974, day five. She's been
1: missing for five days. So they call the FBI five days gone by. They get this amazing sort Probably of... Probably
0: after lunch. They don't want to disturb them on lunch. <laughs> Monday at 3.30, they call the FBI.
1: <laughs> they get this agent, Pete Welsh, and he's well-shaped
4: hole in the door yeah he
0: grabs his his associate or whatever partner and he has more urgency than the goddamn family does exactly
4: went over to broberg's house and we talked to them for several hours robert burstold was a close friend of theirs a neighbor they didn't suspect any type of foul play even though it was five days
3: and he had to drill that into our minds he kidnapped her she's your daughter she's gone
1: also, this is the first time Garbage Gale decides to mention that, oh, by the way, we have a motorhome.
0: Right. And and Welsh is like, you know what, bitch? Someone needs to find this girl. And goddammit, it's going to be me. <laughs> so they find this bitch's car, not the trailer.
7: Right. The car.
0: And the window is broken from the inside out. And there's, like, all this blood. And our boyfriend, Pete Welsh, is like... Ladies, he was trying to make it look like there was a kidnapping. Exactly. He was trying to make it look like they were both abducted and were kicking out the windows to try to get out.
4: We knew Birch Goldhead, Jan, but we didn't know where they were. It was a nationwide search. We sent out APBs to all law enforcement throughout the country, even border security from Mexico and Canada. This went on for weeks.
0: So now it comes out, spoiler, everybody knew that this bitch is into little girls. Oh, my
1: God. So for the first time, we meet this bitch's brother.
0: I don't have an impression, but basically he's just like, oh, of course I knew it was a pedophile. Is that good? (laughs) I hate him. What's his name? Joe? Bill? Who the fuck cares?
6: My brother was always a sexual pervert. He always did like little girls. I guess he had a need to fulfill as a pedophile because he was a pedophile and I knew that
0: so we learned that this guy was grooming basically the whole family
6: this is
1: a pretty unique family in ways we'll talk about in just a second mm-hmm. but like yeah basically he realized he had to get the parents out of the way so he could have access to Jan he had to destroy the family so that he could have unfettered access to Jan so now part A of destroying this family is seducing the mom it's breaking up the marriage yeah so what does he do 1972 he calls her up he's like I can't get out for lunch why don't you bring me food look can you imagine somebody doing that? To you. Absolutely not. <laughs> what I'm saying is though, what we're going to learn is like there was an attraction between these two
3: or at least from her to him that he realized Birchtold began saying the things to me that were exciting to hear he said you have a beautiful body and those legs you know And I felt this fluttering inside of me he could give me a great a, a great uh, feeling about myself I was attracted to him.
0: And then they got, quote, a little too cozy on a church trip. (laughs)
1: Hugging, kissing fondling He touched her breast. He touched it on a church trip. I know. And this poor, like, repressed 70s mom, she's like, look, her husband doesn't look at her like that, and we'll get to that in just a minute.
0: Right, well, this bitch is turning it on. He knows exactly what to do for whoever is in front of him. One, You know who else did that? Charles Manson. Come to our live show. (laughs) So now we get the mom story, and now
1: there's a story with the dad. You guys, okay, full disclosure. Yeah. When I saw the preview for this movie and i didn't know who bob the dad was i was like who's this queen you know what i mean yeah like he's just a gay guy like he's just like your fun old gay uncle like but like by this point in the movie i was like oh he's not like he's not living as a gay person so when this section started i was like oh my god 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 what's gonna
2: happen mr birchold was very knowledgeable in the sexual field but he did not have uh, a good relationship with his wife sexually one day he came in the store and I could tell that he was extremely disturbed.
1: He says, "Are you free? Let's go for a ride." So, they go for a drive and it's right out of a porn, you guys. It is unbelievable. So this bitch is like, "I hate my wife. I'm so horny. I need to I need to relieve myself sexually." I could see that
2: he he was sexually aroused. He says, "Oh, can you give me some relief?" We were laughing and he said, oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff, and I've got to have relief. So, I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve relieve him in an act of masturbation. You guys, Bob
0: gives him a handy in the car! He relieves this bitch. <laughs> what I can't believe
1: is that Bob the dad is telling us this story I know, himself. I know, I know, I know. And so now this bitch has got a secret on the mom, he's got a secret on the dad. Oh yeah, he's like Scientology. Exactly. He's got secrets on all of them. And he's got these two really well-meaning people feeling like they've just ruined their lives. The family's in tatters, he's got direct access to Jan.
0: So now, October 17th, 1974, Jan is taken... Day 1.
1: So we're getting we're getting the whole story from Jan's perspective. Uh. I woke up. It was dark.
5: I had the sensation that I was moving, but I was laying on a bed. My wrists and my
1: ankles both had straps around them. I couldn't move. She's yeah. she's bound to the bed. And yeah. that was when I turned it off and I was like I don't think I can do this. Right. I was afraid it was going to turn into like Dexter. It wasn't that. She falls asleep, wakes up again, she's not bound to the bed. And there's like a yellow tape recorder box. Yeah. Playing these like weird messages. Jan thinks that she's
0: woken up in a UFO.
1: <laughs> she's 12. Oh my it's God. It's the
0: 70s. Yeah. It's what I, you, I know, I know. And there's this little box and this like distorted thing. And she's like, she's she been also like consistently drugged. Right. Just remember. So that messes with you psychologically, especially when you're a child and you're being given doses that you shouldn't be taking. Right. Your brain is mushy. So she hears from this box in this distorted voice. She meets Zeta and Zeta these two aliens who are speaking to her. And what she's told is that I actually was part
5: alien. My mother was my biological mother, but my father wasn't actually my biological father. I had a father from this
1: alien planet. These tapes are telling her that she's from this alien planet that is dying. It is her destiny to save the planet. She's told that there's a male companion. She has to be pregnant by this male companion by the time she's 16. You guys remember, she doesn't even know that this bitch is even involved at all. Exactly. So she stumbles out of the bed in this in this RV.
5: And there on the little couch of the motorhome was B. It was a person that I so loved and so trusted and was familiar to me. I wasn't alone anymore. You know, it was like this huge relief. He was covered in blood, he was cut. I mean, he wasn't moving, his eyes were closed. He looked to me like he was dead.
0: So remember when our boyfriend was saying that, like, the windows were kicked out of the car and there was blood on the car? He did this because this is all part of the plan. Right. So when she stumbles upon this bitch for, quote, the mission. Right. Which is them having sex, by oh the way. Oh, God. <laughs> he's covered in blood and all cut
3: up. Right. Which
0: was all part of the plan. Oh my also, God. he's 40 and she's 12. Have we said that 8,000 exactly. times? Exactly. I completely knew
5: that he was the male companion that... Together, we're supposed to have a child. The whole thing was strange, but I also now felt like, well, I'm an alien. I'm strange. I believed it absolutely. I mean, when you combine being isolated and completely afraid, you can pretty much get someone to do or believe
1: anything. Do you know that every single day we do one of these documentaries, I add a new thing that I tell Daisy every single day. When I put Daisy in the bed tonight, I'm going to have to let her know she's not an alien and no one's going to make her one. Uh-huh.
0: The world we live in.
1: I know. And those things are the <laughs> This is where we get that, like, for the next few weeks, they're just on the road. I just cannot stop thinking about her parents and their suffering. So they're just on the road in this R V, she is she's saying that she thinks she was drugged a lot during that she's time. She's lost
0: all concept of time. Yeah. It's like a Vegas casino only, just miserable where uh. there's like no clocks, no right. nothing. He has no idea and the aliens are there. You guys, I we have to talk about something because it comes back. It's really horrible just letting you know right now. Um, they had sex. We're not gonna play it. It's too traumatic. We're not
1: playing any of the sexual abuse stuff.
0: No, no, no. The thing is though, and this is what makes him even more evil, is that This happened in such a way, and he was so aware that there was a, like, I hate to use this word, but like a gentle quality to it. So Uh there's no physical, like, a rape kit wouldn't work. So there's no physical evidence of it. Right. Which makes him.
1: Garbage garbage,
0: and evil and horrible.
1: So now it's November 20th, 1974. She's been missing for 35 days. So this bitch takes her to Mexico. Jillian, why does he take her to Mexico? Because you can
0: marry a 12-year-old in Mexico and they fucking get married.
1: Without parental consent, you can marry a 12-year-old. Right.
0: So then he calls his brother. Yeah. This bitch calls his brother, who I hate.
6: Right. We hate the brother.
0: Super (laughs) complicit. Like, we'll get to him in a minute. I'm going to rip him to shreds.
6: (laughs) Bob called me and says, I want you to call... Marianne, and get a written permission for Jan and I to come back to the United States and get married, because we were married in Mexico, but it isn't legal in the United States.
0: Because in the United States at this time, and you guys, honestly, I don't know if the law has changed. Right. But to marry a twelve-year-old, all you need is consent, not from her, right. from her parents. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have to have it notarized? Probably not.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so that's what he's asking.
1: So I please. fully expected her shitty parents to be like, okay. Totally. They totally backboned up for the one and only time in this documentary. <laughs> said
0: they finally wise up.
1: Yeah, and they say absolutely not. And look, the brother is absolute garbage, but he does one good thing where he's like, alright, the only way we're gonna get him back here is if we get the FBI to tap my phone and figure out where he is. They find out where he is, and the fucking FBI goes and gets him.
5: The Mexican police came to the motor home. All of a sudden, they came through the door. They literally, like, kicked the door down. They crammed all of us into this small little vehicle. I could kind of see him almost in the rearview mirror and just kind of looking at me like he was scared.
0: And um, wow, yikes! They're in a Mexican prison now.
1: <laughs> Nothing says honeymoon like oh, welcome to the Mexican prison. Gross. <laughs> again, you guys remember when I was like,
0: every five seconds we're gonna say, just when you think it couldn't right. get any worse, we're a hard left in a Mexican prison. <laughs> oh my god! To
1: be clear, all prisons are awful. We're not singling you out, Mexico. No, I'm in the seventies. I know, just, no, believe they're me,
0: they're allowed to marry twelve year olds at this point. It's just, it's hard for me to just. It's horrible. Yeah. So. Just, <laughs> We hear from Jan again. Yeah. And she's like, so here's what happened. Because this bitch can charm anybody. Right. He, like, bribes one of the guards with a gold ring to let him talk to Jan. And I was just like, oh, I might have to call you back now and be like, I don't know if we can. I, know- <laughs> I didn't know when this was going. And Jan's like, they walk me down to this dank, dark oh cell. And I was like, oh, my God. But so this bitch tells her. There are four. He spoke to the aliens. <laughs> spoke to the aliens. The aliens
1: found him in the Mexican jail.
0: Yeah, like, was it like-
1: This Woo. is before cell phones, you guys.
0: This is all, you know what? And I love, the, you guys, I love the Twilight Zone. I love, this has Rod Sterling written
1: all over it.
0: <laughs> like, this guy watched a lot of Twilight Zone and is a Mormon and is probably a little interested in Scientology. So all three of these things, and this is his fucking story. He
1: for sure planned for this. He wrote his own Choose Your Adventure. He's like, if this happens, it's this plan. Sure. If this happens, it's this so plan. Okay, so if we end up
0: in a prison in T so I'll just let me get make sure I have the gold ring which I'm sure is his wedding ring
1: 100% to Gail to garbage yeah. Gail
0: not to Jen
1: and I'm not going to hear that Gail's an innocent victim you guys oh,
0: fuck her <laughs> I fuck you if you think that. <laughs> Remember all our iTunes reviews about how we curse too much? What, am I going to watch my language with this piece of I shit don't... for all my free? Give me a break. He said, I've
5: been visited by Zeta and Zethra. They came to me and they told me that there are four things that you can't talk about.
0: So it's basically bullet points. Like, it's, right. it's like, so number one, don't mention Zeta, Zethra, or the alien planet. Mm-hmm. Number two, don't mention, ugh, quote, the relaxing pills. The oh roofies. Oh my God. Three, don't mention the mission, which is having sex with a 40 year old. Right. <laughs> You guys, I, I, I can feel it. It's getting, know, the vomit know, is getting, it's horrible. I know, it's I know, horrible. I know. Number four, there's to be no contact with any men, especially your father. Your own dad. And if she talked about these things, Karen, her sister, would go blind. Go blind, that's specific. Her father would be killed, and Susan, the other sister, would have to take her place.
1: We find out later also, Jan herself would be vaporized.
0: So Jan's parents finally wise up. They go to Mexico
1: and fly her home, thank God god yeah and the dad says like they get on the flight and the dad is like
2: Marianne was sitting next to me and I said to Marianne I don't think our problems are over you know she's she's not our Jan
1: This is when we see Jan gets back to life. Her parents take her to the doctor. The doctors say because of what we described earlier, there's no evidence of sexual abuse. Mm-hmm.
0: But they realize Jan is not the same. That that spark that we heard from the beginning, that right. is is not happening anymore.
1: What the parents aren't doing is saying, sweetheart, what happened? What, yeah, talk to us. They're not, they're not doing any of that. So the thing is, this bitch is only indicted for kidnapping
0: because the doctors can't find anything. And right. everything's a nightmare. And it's kind of like, where do we go from here? Well, our boyfriend from the FBI has some stuff to say. it.
4: Right. <laughs> I told Marianne and Bob not to talk to Gail Birchtold, Bob Birchtold. Don't let your kids play with their kids. This is a serious thing. Stay away from them. Which they did not do.
1: Attention to that advice. What That's sage advice. So Christmas Eve, Garbage Gale. Remember Garbage Gale, you guys? Of course. Garbage Gale comes over, and she's like, uh, "Bob, sweetheart, can I see you alone in the bedroom?"
3: She asked us to sign some affidavits. All Bob said was, "If we don't sign these affidavits, they're going to expose the dirty laundry between me and toll. Here's the
0: thing. Here's what's happening. The Bircholds are blackmailing the Brobergs and saying, you guys, if you don't drop all the charges against this bitch, we're going to like spill the tea on all your sexual shenanigans. (laughs) The feeling up at the church event, the handy in the car, they're going to know about all of it. They're going to know about all of it. The tea is scalding hot. So what are you going to do?
1: I wanna know, you guys, if you see the actress that they have play Garbage Gale, she's this little timid lady. I really wanna see her do the monologue you just did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, how do you wanna do this? Do it my way. She's she takes way. off
1: that like pillbox hat. Yes. And she's like those like cat eye glasses. She's she's <laughs> she's like, stirring like a a whiskey Manhattan. I was gonna say with a pill, like Karen Walker style. <laughs>
0: She's like, I got to go back to the manse so we can do this my way or the hard way. How do you want to do it? As she's eyeing them up and down, like you guys want to just have a quick threesome before we uh, sign these papers. Or? Garbage, Gail. Garbage, oh, garbage. Guess what? They signed the affidavit.
1: This is just the beginning of everybody putting themselves ahead of the goddamn children. I actually can't take it. Yeah.
0: Also, the wording of the affidavit is only about how the parents gave consent for them to be married in in right. Mexico. It had it has nothing to do with Jans consent. Totally. She's twelve. Right. <laughs> I'm going to throw this fucking thing against the wall.
1: So this bitch moves to Utah to go work for his garbage brother, selling cars. Apparently, he's a great car salesman. Selling cars
0: at the yin Yang, apparently. <laughs> so
1: for some reason, it doesn't surprise me.
0: Not at all. He's an ex- <laughs> He's like, you guys, car salesman. Like, I'm sorry like to do this with the stereotype, but he I is the, the evilest, the worst, creepy car salesman. He gets into the car, feels a boob, gets a hand, he sells a car. Steals a kid. It's horrible. He's a nightmare. And the brother's like... There he goes again. Good old Joe. What's his name? This bitch? Who cares? And then you guys, oh my God, I have in my notes, the box is back. This bitch is back. All of a sudden, Jan wakes up in her bedroom and the box with the aliens, Uh (laughs) Zeta and Zerthra or whatever, Yeah, they're in there too. (laughs) And so is this bitch.
5: He came in and... He would talk about the mission and that the mission was going to continue and that they were making plans and preparations for us to be together and just to keep doing what I was doing and to keep following the rules. And I continued to be in communication with told, or he was in communication with me and I would do whatever I was told to do.
0: In her bedroom. How do you get... Oh, wait, because they keep leaving their doors open. Exactly. After their daughter was kidnapped for 11,000 days. (laughs) Guys, lock your doors. Like, I just don't... Are you worried about the other daughters? You have two other daughters. What is wrong with you? It's just the worst. She is like, I miss him. She wants to have the children. Yeah. The the weight, actually, the weight of the world is on her shoulders.
1: Wait, we keep forgetting she believes this mission. Uh-huh. And that also that she's not allowed to talk to anybody about it.
0: So they're writing love letters back and forth to each other, guys. I'm throwing up right now. I know. My level of commitment and love
5: for him was as profound as anything that I have ever experienced in the realm of real love. But it was profound. It was committed. It was in me in every sense of the word.
0: So now spring 1975, now this bitch is calling Marianne the mother. Yeah. And it's just like, I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I miss you. And Marianne's like, well then, why'd you marry my daughter? And he's like, well, why don't you come see me alone? Right. And
1: I'll come tell you. She does. You guys, not only that, she's like, sure, yes, I'll come see you. Also, let's have sex when I get there. They They do it. They They totally do it. 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 They totally hump. (laughs) (laughs) She refers to it as sexual intercourse. Okay, well.
3: We engaged in necking and kissing and then eventually... In sexual intercourse.
0: Four days later, this bitch is singing like a canary and tells Bob what happened. Because still, the plan is still... Always. He needs to break up the family to get Jan.
2: Exactly. Birch told called me and uh, he told me what happened. And that's when real trouble started.
0: And that's when the real trouble started. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry... Where have we all been for the last forty-five minutes? That's when the real trouble started—not daughter- the handy, not the daughter being kidnapped, not the sexual abuse that you're all ignoring, right. not the like random trips to Seattle with just Jan and I nobody know. else, not the time she was missing for eight hundred days. Like, this is when the fucking trouble starts. Well, he's like, girl, he's like, now I've got to divorce my beard. Well, he tries. He sure as hell tries. <laughs> and then Marianne, this made me crazy. I know. She was like, My
3: sexual affair with Mr. Birchtold lasted for eight months. I would say that I was in love with Birchtold. Was a... Exciting time for me.
0: I'm sorry. What? It was an exciting time for you to be fucking. I'm sorry. I'm I so mad. I'm I sorry. No, you can believe no, that, me that too. one. Me it's too. an exciting time for you to be sleeping with, with
1: your daughter's kidnapper, kidnapper and rapist. I know. I know. I know. I, know. I, I can't, Patrick. I cannot. So then he is trying to convince her to get rid of the dad. He feels most strongly like the dad's got to be out of the picture. Right. So he's like, you give him this divorce, get a lawyer, you'll get the kids.
0: And Bob is like, I'm filing for divorce. The dad, Bob. It's right. like, I'm filing for divorce.
1: It's a finally filing for divorce off.
0: Totally. <laughs> and Marianne is like, well, apparently I was endangering his three girls. I was shocked he would do such a thing. Right. I'm not. I'm <laughs> shocked it took him so long.
3: I went to an attorney and told him, I need help. I do not want a divorce. He said, you need to cut out the cancer. This is not a good man. And for
0: some reason, not the kidnapping for 800 days, not the Tijuana prison, not, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's Tijuana or not, I just assume it is. Um, That that was the thing, for whatever reason, that made her go, hmm, this bitch is maybe a problem. Like, that, like... I just, and I know she, oh, whatever. No, I Whatever.
1: (laughs) I just hate that at all so much. She goes home and he's like, he describes how they fell into each other's arms. I know, garbage, 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 garbage. In June
0: 1976, 20 months after the kidnapping, Birchtold agreed to a plea deal. He pled guilty to felony kidnapping. He gets five years reduced to 45 days. That's eventually reduced to 10 days
1: for good behavior I'm telling you the garbage bell is back in a big way back in a big way it hurts it really hurts
0: he has three months to show up to court and he buys an amusement park in Jackson Hole and Jan because she has been drugged since she was nine years old is demanding that she works there for the summer I begged
5: my mother I cried to my father
1: I screamed a little
2: and I said absolutely not No
6: is the answer. Jan throws one tantrum.
1: Right. The mom has her on a plane
0: to Jackson Hole. Right. And the garbage brother is like, look. Uh,
6: That time I spent up in Jackson Hole with them was just, I could tell they were happy. Happier than Bob had ever been. I don't know why with a little girl, but I guess that's his deal.
1: It's as though he went to visit his brother
0: and his girlfriend. Then Marianne comes up, finally gets wise. Someone maybe at Bridge or whatever the fuck <laughs> is just like, Marianne, girl, like <laughs> pay attention. Yeah. She finally shows up and is like, I'm taking my daughter with me. What you would have done at 6.02 if exactly. Daisy should have been home at 6. she's like, Marianne was a real downer. A real <laughs> bummer. And I just said, you know, you're making a lot of fuss. Just go home. And Marianne was like, okay, sorry to interrupt everyone's good time. I hate everything. So
1: Jan's home and she's a nightmare
3: she was angry i didn't want to come home don't want to be here i want to go back up there it was like she took on this different personality she just kept escalating the tension it was a panic i had the whole weight of the
5: world on my shoulders i was supposed to save this dying planet and the clock was ticking
1: Her parents don't know what to do with her. Rather than getting her help, they just coexist with her and they don't try to help her at all. Right. And so
0: basically she runs away. Yeah, August 10th, 1976, day one of the second disappearance of Jan. You guys. She leaves them a note. Dear Bob and Marianne. Bob and
3: Marianne. (laughs) Dear Bob and Marianne, you won't let me do what's right, so I'll do what's wrong. I'm leaving without B and do not plan on coming back until you accept me as me. I cannot accept your religion or your screwed-up morals. I just want to be me and have B. Please, before all of us are destroyed, let me go. Jan.
1: So she's just gone for days and days and days. The dad, the mom, are talking about the indescribable agony of not knowing where she is. Okay. Jillian, did they call the cops? Oh, for absolutely not. <laughs>
0: you want to know why?
1: Tell me. Because of
0: the fucking bad press they were scared about getting that their daughter was kidnapped again. They wait two weeks to call her boyfriend at the FBI. You guys,
1: she's gone for two, two weeks. weeks. So it's during this time that she's gone, Bob is calling Marianne. Crying. To commiserate because... The story is that she just ran away. Not Hi. to go to be with Bob. She just ran away.
3: Hello, Brobergs. Hi, Marianne.
1: This is Bob.
3: Hello, B. How are you? Well, not very good.
2: <laughs> I just got through talking to Jan.
3: Oh, you did? Did she tell you at all where she was?
2: No. I think Jan's done some things that she doesn't want to tell me about. Hmm. Was stealing for a living, the prostitution, the silly
3: Oh, my goodness. I asked her, I said, honey, how are you getting your money? And
1: she says,
4: Pard. Oh,
1: dear. And we have these recordings because Marianne at least had been smart enough to tell the FBI that this guy's calling. Constantly. Right. So they tapped they tapped her phone to get recordings to see if he would like slip up.
0: Right. And it took them 90 days to do whatever the current day GPS is right. to get, <laughs> get, get eyes on the trailer. Right. So they get eyes on the trailer. And now he's under surveillance 24 hours a day.
1: Right. So in the middle of all this, Jan calls. And we have the recording because the, the phone was tapped. Right.
7: Jan?
1: The mom can barely muster any emotion.
3: Jan, Dad just drove in. Can you wait just a half a second?
1: The dad walks in and he's and he's like, Jan, I can't even like squeak the decibel that he gets. It's
7: Jan,
4: Jan, Jan, how are you? Are you okay? Oh, are you coming home? I'm Jan.
0: And she hangs up by saying, "All my love. I'll see you later." And I'm like, "You will?" <laughs> What a, what a mean thing to say to your parents! I, I'll see you later. I,
1: so basically, this bitch fucks up. He's under surveillance. He goes into a phone booth. He like writes down a phone number in a phone book, leaves it open. Right. He leaves. The CIA goes in there, sees that they call the number, and basically they get this like Catholic boarding school in California.
0: So here's the thing: we get present day Jan yeah. telling us ex- like putting everything in context because right now I'm just like, what
3: is right. happening?
5: The day that I was kidnapped the second time. I opened that bedroom window. He was there and basically helped me out the window, got into his Lincoln Continental, and away he drove. We drove to California. He enrolled me into an all girls Catholic boarding school. (laughs)
0: He told the nuns he was in the CIA, and she was his daughter, and he's like, I'm in the CIA. I can't can't tell you much, but I can come visit every weekend.
1: (laughs) So he gets arrested. For,
0: like, violating parole and being a nightmare.
1: She gets flown home. She shows up at her house. This was another thing that just drove me insane. She walks in the door. Her mom's standing at the sink doing the dishes. Right. I just walked through the door,
5: and I walked down the stairs, down the hallway to my back bedroom and i shut the door i was completely gone
1: it's as though the mom was like okay we'll talk when you're ready oh you're i don't want to bother you, is that, are you why kidding? is the theme of i don't want to bother know. you i Stop. know i know you guys the long and the short of it is like in the end she has communication with this bitch but she says that it's like less frequent cuz he was starting to lose interest cuz she's getting older Ooh older i mean 16 15 oh she's 15 right
0: now because 16 is important right so she goes to the drama program at byu she's 15 years
4: old girl i know totally
0: and Mariette, this is what again with the mother she's like we didn't know if we should let her go like let her out of our sight like she wasn't going through something traumatic for the last she's lived in an
1: rv under an assumed name longer than she's lived in your house mexican prison i'm just saying
0: she's like (laughs) mexican prison right she's married I... in the eyes of Mexico and she's like I don't know if... in the
1: Ojos de Mexico I mean, Jillian whatever
0: I don't, I don't know if the <laughs> BYU drama program is gonna be alright it's like that's honestly the safest place for her
1: I don't... <laughs> Right. Cause she meets this boy who's clearly out of the closet now.
0: I mean, Did you see I that picture of her?
1: Thought it was two women at first.
0: <laughs> His hair was really long.
1: I know. But she meets this boy and she likes him and he likes her. And she, of course, immediately feels guilty, and like right. her alien planet's gonna be killed. Well, her like Marissa Tomei, like her
0: biological clock is ticking like <laughs> this because she's about to be 16. Right. TikTok. And if she doesn't complete the mission by 16, she's gonna be vaporized and her sister's gonna go blind. And and her dad's <laughs> going to die
1: and all this insanity. I forgot about the 16 cutoff. So I that, forgot about that. That's why she's like, oh my God. So like long story short, she goes home. She wakes up on the morning of her 16th birthday and everyone's alive. Crickets. Crickets. Happy birthday Crickets. to you. Don't, I can't
0: have another I, creepy happy birthday. <laughs> you have done it 14 times.
5: I knew that I probably needed to tell somebody but I, I didn't, I didn't know how or who
1: or when or I didn't I didn't know what to do. So she starts slowly starts telling people. She tells her sister. huh Her sister's like, you have to tell mom and dad. Okay.
3: Marianne says... She started relating some of these things. And I sat there and thought, is this, you know, really... Is she really believing this? All the times you post in the
0: Facebook group, like, Harry Potter and the Audacity of This Bish, yeah. and tag me, and I appreciate it every single time, I, the Marianne and the Audacity of This bitch, because, bitch, you right. believed every single thing that piece of shit told you. Exactly. So for exactly. you to say, like, is she really, I don't know, a
1: nine-year-old who's been drugged for exactly. six years? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Right. So then we... We don't get a lot of like all of a sudden it's like on screen text, it's twenty-eight years later, you guys. And Jan and Marianne are <laughs> writing a book together and I'm like, oh shit. All right, well here and we are. You know what? It's a it's a real interesting story. They mm. write they write this book. Of course the book gets a ton of
3: attention. Mm.
1: They're basically doing a speaking tour. You guys, this bitch is still alive, and
3: he starts threatening them. Birch told began threatening us. If you don't shut this book down or get rid of your book. I'm going to make your life as miserable as possible.
5: Mary Ann says Birch told Canvas the city of Pocatello distributing these flyers that contain false statements and libelous information, information that Birch tell was given total access to the Broberg's daughter in exchange for sexual favors with her parents. And that's how I came to file a stalking
1: injunction. You guys, this is the guy that raped her for years uh-huh. and kidnapped her twice. He's like, countersues her. Exactly. So, all of a sudden, we wind up in court. I, I, I could not believe this, truly. Me, either. I, I didn't know what I was watching it for. Me, first. too. So, she's at one table looking like a zillion dollars. Uh-huh. He's at the other table representing himself.
0: Right. They are as close as we are right now, right. you guys, it's a closed space.
1: And so, she's giving this, like, this speech to the court about why she deserves a restraining order. Mr. Burchill has remained a threat and a danger
5: to me and my family. It is a constant and continuous concern that has escalated in recent months. I hadn't seen the man for 30 years, and for about the first five minutes, I was shaking like a leaf. He, as his own counsel, starts
1: questioning her.
3: You know this is quite a story, and you have sold a lot of books because of the story, right?
1: We've sold a few books, not enough to make back the investment
3: that we made to publish the story. Okay, you told ABC News that you were going to make a movie, is that correct?
5: I didn't tell ABC News that. I told
0: him that there might be offers for that. It could happen. I don't know. I have in my notes, how is he allowed to interrogate her know, like this? I know, And Hero Bell for her, the first Hero Bell. Oh, God, it's so nice, girl, to have you back. I love you. Oh. That bell
1: just breathed a sigh of relief.
0: Uh, oh, it feels so nice on my, I've been holding it to my neck and my cheek, so I must have some cool air. Oh. Um, she's just like, yes, Mr. Birchhold, actually.
3: is this your goal?
5: This is my goal?
0: My goal,
5: uh, Mr. told is to educate the public about predators like you. That is my goal. Oh, I see. I hope you do see. I hope you do. I cannot believe that you can look me in the eye. You have no soul.
0: So now, you know how you guys like when, um, like, the Westboro Baptist Church, where they try to protest things, Uh like, like, I don't know, people's existence, and then, like, these biker gangs will show up and be, like, not on my watch, and they'll just, like, vroom their bikes and just protect everybody and awesome? So, there's something called Baca where it's Bikers Against Child Abuse. So yeah. now they've been showing up to her events because this bitch has been known to show up. Right. So they're like, no bitch. okay, girl. They're like Galapagosi
1: internally, no bitch.
0: No bitchying, yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> so at one event, this bitch shows up and
1: runs over one of the bikers <laughs> with his car. <laughs> Oh, joke's on her, though. She had a gun. Yeah, she gets arrested. Yeah. Basically, this bitch gets, like, arrested with, like, eight felonies and a, and a misdemeanor. And she's like, I just can't go to prison. What does she do? She takes
0: all of her heart medicine, a couple white Russians, boom, she's dead, kills herself. Good. Bye. Girl, bye. Hating you. Hating you. Hating you. Hating you. Hating you. White Russians and heart medicine. All right. In Utah. in like this deadest summer drinking white Russians, God. You're 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 a piece of shit till the end. <laughs> Bye.
1: Girl, uh, do you have any updates? I don't even know what's happening. No, he's dead. Isn't he great? ding dong the witch is dead? <laughs> Fuck him. Oh girl, we got through it. We did it. Oh my god.
0: It was really it was really hard and I know we were both going through a lot, you especially, and I just I think I think we did great. I'm gonna give ourselves a pat on the back for it. I think we did a good job.
1: (laughs) I've never done that for us ever, but I'm just saying I think we I think we did good. (laughs) Um, you guys, just a reminder: all of our live show dates that we've announced are on sale now. Perfect. We're sold out in New Orleans. We're almost sold out in Chicago. We're almost sold out in New York. Get on the CS Live. Come see us. We're gonna do meetups. We're gonna hang out with you. We're gonna get drunk with you. We're gonna make you laugh your yeah. goddamn asses off.
0: And you said you promised me a Kathleen Zellner drag queen. And listen, I'm listen, we're hold doing it. You I'm getting you a Zellner
1: drag queen at the Pride Ooh. Show.
0: Do you know that in the in the Facebook group people are shipping us because you <gasps> said that we we would be like the hottest power couple? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what does that mean to be shipped?
0: It's like when you want like two like fictional people to be in a relationship. Uh, Like in Harry Potter they'll like ship Ron and Harry. uh, Oh that works for me. Whatever.
1: In the later books when they're of age (laughs) don't forget our Patreon you guys. You can binge all of our coverage of the Staircase the Jinx serial season one. We're already in two episodes into making a murderer. Get into the fam you guys join us. It's the funnest. Girl let's tell what we're doing next. Okay. We we just discovered that we're both like JFK fanatics a little bit.
0: We love a good conspiracy. Whether we agree or disagree. Right. So So
1: we're doing Oz Oswald's Ghost, you guys. You might not have heard of it. It's from PBS. Right now, you can watch it for free on Vimeo. Go and watch it on Vimeo. You might have to rent it. It looks like you can get it for free, but that's where you can find it. Yeah. You can't find it like on iTunes or Amazon or anywhere else. It's called Oswald's Ghost, and it's all about the JFK assassination conspiracy, and it's so good. Once again, I don't know what the Palate is going to be. I kind of love surprising myself. Yeah, and us. Yeah, totally. You guys, we love you, and we'll see you super soon. We love you. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye.
2: I'm just a patsy. I emphatically deny these
4: charges. How could someone as inconsequential as Lee Harvey Oswald have killed someone as consequential as John F. Kennedy? Was this any
2: indication that this was an organized plot or was it just one man?
7: Well, there's no one else but him.
2: Naturally, conspiracy theories began immediately.
0: You're a CIA. The South
2: Vietnamese the Mafia killed your president.
3: The president's head went forward.
6: Backward sharply and to the left.
3: Burgess is a pristine bone. It's an amazing story.
2: I think it's very natural that people go to conspiracy theories. And sometimes, conspiracy theories turn out to be true. The impression is that we're facing power structures or conspiratorial cliques that apparently will stop at nothing.
4: These people want the investigation stopped. Please believe me. Well,
1: I like want to say one thing
2: that, lay, that there may be a slight misunderstanding. I'm yeah. afraid there is. Oswald is a ghost who sits upon uh, American life. What's abominable about ghosts is you never know the answer. Because the ghost doesn't tell you.
4: I'm
0: just a Patsy. <laughs> You're eating Pirate's Booty. I'm sorry, I was trying to hold the microphone No, away. Girl, I'm an editor, too. I get it. I, I, I know that we're going to be able to hear that. And also, have you had the Ranch Pirate's Booty? No. Oh, Mike just brought it home the other day. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, Oliver. Do, can we not? We, we have, have to. to?
1: So, you guys, speaking of the love letters, he. I'm sorry, but we're theater people. We have to address this. I know,
0: but I don't want to. I- <laughs>
1: He writes her, one of the love letters he writes her is about seeing her in Oliver. And like, as Oliver. As Oliver. She's the star. Of I course know. she was. She was <laughs>
0: She was enthusiastic and bossy. She's the star of every show.
1: <laughs> she probably would have gotten my part in Bye Bye Birdie. I can't. I'm not doing this again, Jillian. I'm not doing this again. Not today. And then Can the- we just do our
0: inner Joan Calamezos the whole time? Because she's, she's half that voice and half news reporter. Totally. And I feel like it'll help. This is really important, so I need everyone to shut up. <laughs> Legendary newswoman Joan Calamezzo, <laughs> newly single. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't believe I just said that. I know,
1: I, did you hear my pre puke sound? I can't believe we know, know about this. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know.
0: Super clean, and right. they'd have like their bologna sandwiches and milk or whatever. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. Oh something God. not caffeine or fun or booze or whatever. <laughs> and the people in the church are like, How are you feeling? We heard about that thing about how you're a pedophile. Are you
7: okay? <laughs> We love you be it's like oh my god i know oh my enchantress oh you beautiful thing charming charming oh this is really beyond suits you my charmer oh how she blushes how she blushes my pretty oh how she blushes how Kept sighing about you. Oh, how she passionate.